Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Using marijuana before the age of 25 could actually cause changes in our memory. That's because THC, the active chemical in weed, attaches to receptors in the hippocampus, the part of your brain that creates memories. Learn about marijuana at our website. Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. I'm Tamara Thomas, editor-in-chief of UrbanHealthToday.com, part of the DocWire family of medical news sites. And I want to thank you for tuning in to Urban Health Weekly. Our goal each week is to keep you informed of the latest in health and medical news right from today's headline. It's time to empower yourself with open conversations about your medical care with news that matters to you. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, welcome to Urban Health Weekly. I'm here with my friends Jackie and Lou, and we are going to get started. Before we jump into uh, the, the topic du jour, uh, Remember we were talking, we couldn't remember to swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> yes. It was Tinder. That was the, so that was the site that I couldn't Oh my God. How did I blank on that? I know. We blanked on it because we're old. That's how we blanked we're old. We're old and we're obviously not out there dating. That's how we right. are, you, are you a veteran on it now? You- no, I'm not a veteran on anything. I just want <laughs> come back because it was bothering me so much that we didn't that none of us okay. knew the name it was like gosh <laughs> anyway. all right so i won't start the subsite the girls of urban health today <laughs> yeah no, no let's let's not let's not do that so did you see um the new sex in the city show um and just like that i did not but i keep hearing about it so it was- i saw it and because I, I used to watch Sex and the City. Did you ever watch Sex and the City? I did back okay. in the day. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So so they came up with this new one and just like that, which is now dealing with the ladies being in their 50s. So they're not young professionals anymore. They're older. They're navigating this new time and all this. Right. Stuff. But what happened was uh, in the, the scene heard around the world, uh, Carrie's... Um, life you know life love mr big her husband john prescott took a ride on a peloton and then after shortly afterwards died of a heart attack so wow (laughs) so it was just really shocking how that whole thing went down because anybody who cycles knows that cycling improves your cardiovascular health right and um basically adds years to your life and peloton stock actually went down <laughs> <Almost> <laughs> I saw that. 
<laughs> the stock went down because I guess people panicked like, oh, I got to get away from this stock, which wow. is interesting. But then Peloton went and they shot a commercial afterwards, basically saying that, that that big faked his death and he ran off with the Peloton instructor. Oh, I didn't yeah. say that. That's that was hilarious. <laughs> so they're like sitting in front of a candlelit fire and, and he's like, oh, should we go for one more ride? And then um, what's that guy's name who did the um, Ryan something? He's married to Blake Lively. Ryan Seacrest. Not Ryan Seacrest. Oh, oh, oh. Ryan uh, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Thank you, the Canadian yeah. guy. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. So he uh, does the voiceover, and he goes, and just like that, and then he's like talking about all the benefits of riding the bike, and then he goes, Oh, they recovered fast, huh? They were right <laughs> on it. They knew not to wait on that. But how did they get in that trouble to begin with with the product placement? Don't you have well, to? Have because a lot. So as you know, with Sex in the City, a lot of these products they want their product displayed on the show because right. being on the show you know, bring sales. Right. And so they did like any other, you know, any other product, you know, Jimmy Choo and Louboutin and right. Prada and all these, you know, they, they want to be front and center. They want to be seen. They want their product to be, to, to be seen being used by these stars, but they didn't know when they, they agreed to it, that that was what it was going to be used for. They had no idea. Did they idea. say they, they didn't agree? Like it's not part of like the contract or like- No, it's not part of the contract. You know what? I bet you next time they're going to be very careful and they're going to want to know how their product is being used. <laughs> but they didn't know. They had no yeah. idea. Oh, they just wow. knew it was going to be in them that probably that the, you know, Chris Noth, the actor was going to use it. Yeah. But that was all they knew. They had no idea that they were going to do this to them. It kind of did them dirty. Yeah. Well, there's two threads here. One is, um, one is, you know, what happened to Peloton as a company. You know, when we had the pandemic, all the people that were gym rats, they they, they bought crave, Peloton. They crave for activity, and and what they did is they they ordered Pelotons. But what happens is in our in our world, if you sell 20 bikes this year. You're going to be expected to sell 22 bikes next year. Oh, in terms, you have to top those sales. Right, oh. right. They don't, nobody wants to hear like, okay, last year, everybody bought the bike because they were at home. Now everybody's back to the gym. So, you know, it's back to, they, they don't yeah, want to hear like, that. It's like, what are you going to do this year? So it's also, how are you going to top that? This will be lately. Yeah. So all of a sudden this company's under a lot of pressure. Yes, because they lowered their prices and then that's, still, prices, that's still gonna move the needle. Oh, and then this happened? And they're doing product placement and- then Yeah, because they... Peloton's not the only show in town. There's also, um, what's the one that Equinox uses? Uh, SoulCycle. SoulCycle, there's yes. Oh, okay. there's, there's, yeah, there's MyFitness. There's, there's a bunch of them competing in that space. All so right. it's not just Peloton. And Peloton is like, I think probably, the most, the most expensive. expensive yeah they're all within a couple hundred dollars of each yeah other. they're all expensive i know that they're all expensive but i'm talking I remember about uh during the pandemic like early part of the pandemic uh in my development that truck was pulling up and peloton bikes were getting delivered all around me i was seeing it yeah. all like, every day i would see yeah. like at least two getting delivered yeah, yeah, it was like there's that news yeah. then again Everybody <laughs> exactly peloton truck yeah, where, where Peloton differentiates itself from, from others is that Peloton, and SoulCycle does a little bit of this, but not as much. So, uh, Peloton has a, a very long list, a deep list of trainers 
has a lot of live shows, allows you to compete or. I think or, now they have that app. You can just get the app also, right? With the thing. Yeah, and it's phone. subscription based. You can get yeah, the app. Yeah, and a lot of their, writer, their writers, their instructors are like influencers in the health space and such. Right. By the way, this is not an advertisement. Oh, I was going to say. I'm not endorsing them. I saw some articles. Like he had a personal relationship with the, um, by personal, he knew who she was. With I the, see. You know, trainer, people like start feeling like they have a personal relationship. Uh, well, and the premise of the show was that the, the premise of that episode was that he was going to be doing his thousandth ride. And apparently oh. what happens on your thousandth ride is they personalize the, the ride and they're talking directly to you and no one else. So he was looking forward to his 1,000th ride. Oh my God, that is quite a twist. Yeah, and so because my thing is they have to sue, right? rides. They have to sue. They have to get like, they have to Well, respond. they can't. I don't think they can. There's I, not, think I don't they think they can. can. They you know, did? they no? just, they no, just will, they just have to know better I next mean, time. I mean, the bike didn't kill you. I mean, the guy died. I so, the guy died. so they had their doctor, their doctor came out and said, look, he also lived, uh, you know, he lived right. a extravagant lifestyle with red meat and smoking, smoking, smoking cigars, a cigar, and right. wine and all that other stuff. And they're saying that if anything, the, you know, the cycling added to his life, because I think it was in season six that he ended up in the hospital or something like that. Yeah, he had like an angioplasty in season yes, six. Yes, 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 yes. So, so they're just doing damage control right now. But my whole thing is when I saw it, he was still, well, I'm sorry if this is, if this is a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. But if you haven't seen it by now, come on. Come Even on. I saw a clip. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, he didn't, he hadn't died right. at that point. By the time she got home and saw him, he was still alive. And I'm just wondering why the hell her first instinct wasn't to immediately perform CPR and dial 911. I guess like, for uh, he stares at him, he stares at her. And I'm just think, screaming at the, call the ambulance. Apparently, a lot of people were doing that because people were writing all over on their blogs and blogs that that's what they were, people were yelling at the screens, call 911. And I'm just, well, why is she standing there? Call an ambulance for heaven's sake, yeah. call 911. And she's just standing there. And the next thing she rushes over and she's like, Bang! and she's crying. And I don't know, I guess the, the scene was supposed to be like a dramatic yes. thing. And they have to move the plot along so she can get back out there. So, oh. Uh. Yes, I guess. But in any event, uh. I just didn't understand why, knowing his history, why she didn't immediately call 911, why she right. scared of him. So there it was, was not a good public service announcement that bit. Yeah. What the character should have done is call an ambulance, call 911. Call an ambulance and try to perform CPR and on And then it. immediately do chest compressions. Chest compressions, exactly. Chest compressions, right. Yeah, yeah. she and should still, have done that. And usually 911, you know, uh, I, I dealt with a little of this on the corporate side, um, emergency, whatever. But um, the way they, the, the first thing you do is call 911. The next thing you do and keep them on the phone. Because 911 will have medical experts there that will tell you what to do. They will transfer you if, if, you're, if you're in an emergency situation. Mm. So that, that happens. And that's something that, and, and if they don't give it to you, request one. Say, can I be put on, on line with a medical expert? And that person will put you on. Uh, the next thing is make sure all your doors are open. Your doors are unlocked. They tell you, unlock your front door. 
Right. right. Unlock, unlock your front door so that when they get there, they have easy That's access. That's a little difficult with a penthouse, but okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, your front door and, and then, you know. Well, the elevator is your front door and you have to get past the doorman, but okay. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, in terms of. Her know. first call should have been 911. Her second call as she's doing the chest compressions is to let the doorman know that they're, they're coming and let them up immediately. Right. But, Hindsight's always twenty twenty. I just right. thought it was interesting that of all the things to do, they did that. And I yeah. thought like they did For drama, it was a disservice, right? In the yeah, because also now people are like being are frightened, like, oh, can I can I cycle anymore? You know, is, is it gonna kill me? Or I had a heart condition. Should I even start cycling? Yes, you absolutely should. It improves your cardiovascular health. There's no question about it. Don't be afraid of getting on a cycle, please. If it's your thing. If it's your thing, right. Yes. I mean, there's also jogging and treadmill and stuff like that, but those also have their own pitfalls. You know, mm-hmm. plenty of people have had, you know, incidents with treadmills, but in any event, that doesn't stop people from still using treadmills, you know, so that's please, right. people, anything that that's, you know, going to improve your health, improve your cardiovascular fitness, please do it. Don't, don't shy away from that. So and that was smoking. <laughs> yeah, and maybe lay off the cigars and the, the cigars before you go on your Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen to this, guys. Coronavirus has been found to infect fat tissue. Ugh. From the start of the pandemic, the coronavirus seemed to target people carrying extra pounds. Patients who were overweight or obese were more likely to develop, develop severe COVID-19 and more likely to die. Though these patients often have health conditions like diabetes that compound their risk, scientists have become increasingly convinced that their vulnerability has something to do with obesity itself. Now researchers have found that the coronavirus infects both fat cells and certain immune cells within the body fat, prompting a damaging defensive response in the body. I was listening to this scientist give a lecture like, you know, like a couple of months ago. I forgot his name. Uh, it might have been like Dr. David Katz or something like that. I could be wrong. But okay. in any event, he said something along. He's like one of these naturopath scientist doctor types. Right. And he said, if you ever want bad medical information, read the New York Times. <laughs> because in the article, they were talking about stuff that really kind of had, I, and I guess maybe on some level, they don't want to get too deep into the science, but like, if you're going to write a science article, like write the science article, right? Like Scientific America did a huge, do you remember I showed you that Scientific American breakdown yes. of the coronavirus? Yes, yes. So the reason that the fat is problematic is the amount of um, ACE receptors in fat tissue. And uh, it has more ACE receptors than even in the lungs, which if you remember, a lot of people were having lung right. with the, the first round of yes. the, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. I mean, the virus simply loves ACE receptors. Now, this is what I, I got off the NIH website. Human ACE2 gene expression is higher in both human subcutaneous adipose tissue, that's fat tissue, and okay. human visceral adipose tissue than human lung tissue. This critical discovery implies that adipose tissue is susceptible to SARS-CoV-2 infection via the ACE2 receptor. Now, if you remember also in the Scientific American um, um, article that the 
did a fantastic job of explaining how it worked. They also use sugar to hide themselves, the, the, the virus from your immune system defenses. And this is why the, the, the combination of obesity and diabetes is so lethal when you catch COVID. That's a really good, clear explanation. That's a really useful explanation. And I just felt that they weren't really all that clear in the, in the, um, the article, but in any event, that's, that's what the problem is. So it's really important people this time, especially if you're not gonna get vaccinated or if you're like an, an older individual, really cut down on the sugar, try to lose weight if you can. I know a lot of people are hunkered down and putting on the extra pounds and stuff like that because you're not as active and you're not going out. But, you know, if you could do yourself a favor and really try to re reduce the sugar and, and lose some weight and also up, up your vitamin D intake, you know, that could really go a long way and mask wearing, of course, but, you know, that could really go a long way um, for protecting your health from the ravages of the, the virus. I have a question. I, uh, you know, I recently, uh, over the last two years since the pandemic, I lost a lot of weight yes. and wondering, um, and some of it had to do with you explaining to me near the beginning of the pandemic, where you talked about that there was mounting evidence that the virus was hiding behind sugar, Yes, hiding behind sugar. And that made me really start to take more note of my type two. Yes. And really like get my glucometer and I bought that and I really like started to monitor my sugar intake. And then over time, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm curious, you know, when you lose weight, you really don't lose the fat cells like the obesity. You're creating new fat cells, but you never really lose them. You don't lose them, but they shrink. They shrink. So I'm curious yes. to know. And if you go into a key and if you go into a, a, enough of a, a, a burning, like, you know, like you're doing the intermittent fasting, your yeah. body does use up some of that fat. So you don't have the same amount of fat. So you have not the same amount of fat cells. It's not the same amount of fat cells and the fat cells that you have shrink. Okay. Because I would have experienced like autophagy. Like I'm curious to know if I have these shrunken fat cells that are lingering, even though I lost a tremendous amount of weight and I've reduced the fat, is it the cells themselves or what's inside the cells? Like do the cells need to be, is it the fat cells themselves that are making me vulnerable to the coronavirus? It's like the more fat it's, cells and the bigger they are the, and the more okay, you have, so we, the more we we don't know if the ACE, like when you shrink your fat cells, like I lost weight and my fat cells would have shrunk and maybe I lost some. Would I still have these lingered? Does that still make me vulnerable? I'm just curious about that. Because of the fact that, you know, you have, um, you have other, your, your, your body chemistry now is much more optimal. So right. A, you don't have as much fat. And it's my sugar is under control now. Right. So your sugar is under control sugar. because it's not floating around in your bloodstream. Right. Um, and see, you don't have the fat cells that you do have are smaller. So you you don't want to be in a situation where you have zero fat because that, right. that wouldn't be. You can't have that. That's too. Food. That's yeah. There's right. a protective component. Right. Right. Exactly. But like you don't want to be in a situation where you have an abundance of fat. Because that's an invitation because the more fat you have, 
the more ACE receptors you have concentrated in particular areas, like in your, your, your abdomen and, and these places, right. you know, it's funny. Cause I saw on a blog somewhere where someone, um, the, they were talking, oh, they were talking about the disparity, how it's, it's affecting people of color, um, at higher rates than it's affecting white people. Yeah. Well, you're being very silent about this whole thing, but well, I, I, you know, I, I'm here counting my fat cells as we, <laughs> as we talk. We're all gotta keep my stomach in, you know, my chest. <laughs> really subconscious. Yeah, I mean, for, for a second, I died on the peloton. Now, this is not being a good show for me so far. <laughs> Well, <laughs> so they were talking about the disparity of black and brown people dying at higher rates. And then I remember, because I always read the comments, because I'm always curious what people think of this stuff when they, when they read it. Right. And someone said something, I think it was a clinician. And she said something along the lines of like, really, we're not going to talk about the fact that a lot of these people are obese. And I was just like, ah, oh. and no one responded to the comment. Yeah, no very loaded. Okay. But I thought that was really interesting that this clinician said this comment and no one even addressed it or said, hey, you know, that's a good point. Like no one said anything. They just completely ignored the comment. Because that's also like a bit of a smoking bomb, the whole like, is that too loaded? I mean, I recognize that the physician wanted to say it, but is it too loaded? How is it? Well, how would it be loaded? I don't know. People feel like they're being shamed or you know, judged harshly. I just thought it was interesting that she said it. Right, and, she went there and, uh, but and really- here we are, it, yeah. you know, months Confirming later- her and, thoughts. <laughs> and doctor, doctor lady, you're vindicated because yes. <laughs> here it is, uh, not That's a right. science is, is finally admitting, you know, what, what, the, what the deal is. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I just thought it was interesting. All right, so let's take our first break. And uh, we'll be right back. Yes, we'll be back. Hey. From the lower nine to uptown, mid city to the West Bank, we got you covered, New Orleans. WHIV 102.3 FM. And we're back. And have you heard about this new um, eye drop for presbyopia? It's I called, have. Yeah, it's called Vuity. And apparently it's supposed to lessen the need for reading glasses for millions of people. Um, so according to the American Academy of Optometry, presbyopia is an age-related blurry near vision. If you're, you know, if you're over 40, you, you, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's a common condition that reduces the eye's ability to focus on near objects and affects nearly half of the U.S. population, usually people over the age 40. So this new drug called Vuity is the first and only prescription eye drop for use to treat the condition and is available in drugstores across the country. Hmm. Are, are you guys going to try it? Uh, I heard it's like 80 something dollars a month. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoa. 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 Uh, is, is it covered by insurance? Uh, not yet. That would be like, 
I don't think it's covered yet by insurance. I wonder how that'll happen though. I wonder if that'll go there. Well, you either have to continue to hold your book at an arm's length away from you. wear your reading glasses, you know. Wear your reading glasses. But I could see for a special occasion, people are going to want to do that or maybe pilots, you know. But does it, but it's a permanently change? Like six hours, six hours. Over six hours, so enough to read the book. But like a drop in each eye and then it's uh, like five minutes later, or 15 minutes later, you should have um, a noticeable reduction in presbyopia. But, but I think, I think there's still people are going to still have reading glasses. But I could see, like, especially if you're driving, um, and it seems to maybe improve, like, in low light conditions, because that's a bit of a problem too. I don't know if you guys have noticed when it's yes. low light conditions. Yeah. It's I try not to drive. I try mm. not to drive in the dark because I find that my vision is not great in the mm. dark right so i guess people could wear you know their glasses for distance and then it would eliminate that like back and forth and i find uh progressive lenses and like bifocals like i find them like ineffective like inefficient yes, i was gonna say i have bifocals and they I don't, don't know work. anybody who likes bifocals yeah like, they, I they, feel just, like they just don't yeah, they don't, just don't, don't do like it me. Yeah, they're like that, that window's too small to read through. It's just yeah, like- It really is. And it's just not a natural angle. Like the, right. the description is at the bottom of my, because um, I have I have myopia, but yes. um, at the bottom, I have the the uh, the prescription for the, the nearest, the, you know, the reading of the nearest- Yeah, the then you spend all your time <laughs> tilting your head to fit that little tiny well, window. What I do is I just take my glasses off. I just take them off because it go. doesn't work. Yes. Yes. You know, it just doesn't work. So I I'll wait to see what the long-term effects yeah, are. For I'm them. curious too. So it's I don't even, I don't even know what the mechanics are, the biomechanics for how this works exactly. Um, I'd like to find out more about, it sounds promising. Um, I just want to, I want to see in, in the three to six months of people. time. Well, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I hope people don't start going blind from this. <laughs> so, I know, there's okay. always like, yeah, you're messing with the eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is not something you can come back from. It's not like, oh, you know, let me stop. And then, once those are gone, they're gone. Yeah. I so, remember when I was in my early 40s, it was like my arms kind of ran out of room. I, I mean, I kept moving the book further and further. And <laughs> yeah, further no, that's classic. It kept yeah. so far. And, I and then uh, I kept annoying the people in the subway more and more ah. because as I'm reading it, I'm, like, I'm, I'm bugging the, the person standing next to me or whatever, so I couldn't read the paper anymore. Uh, it, it was just a whole progression. I mean, recently yeah. I just mounted my computer on the wall just so it could be like another three inches farther away. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's, what am I going to do? Put a hole in the wall and, and see it through the other room? I, I mean, I, I'm just running out of room. And I do use readers. I, I And again, the, the readers, they start out at plus one, then, I, then they went all the way up to plus two, and then over the years, two and a half, you know. Right. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the drug might be interesting because I do- a good get, special occasion thing. It's not going to eliminate reading glasses, right? Probably. It might I be- a know, I don't know. I really don't know enough about this to, to opine one way or the other. But I have days in which I uh, do a lot of, you know, like reading or or I- But I you learn. barely read books anymore. You mostly, or most of your reading is digital. So you can- Are you saying like if he gets those eye drops, he's going to start reading more books? 
Are you? Are you going to start reading now? Because I figured it out. I went digital, and now I can. I can manipulate. And he can size like large type. Yeah, I still like a book in a magazine. I like the feel of paper in my hands, and so it's not quite so bad for me yet. I mean, I'm only holding it. Oh, it is for me. I like that feature where you can make a giant type. I love. I'm that. not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I have found yeah, that, you know, I can't hold things close. It's like, ooh, suddenly that's blurry. Let me back this up a little. Oh, okay, that's better. Oh, uh, also the backlit fact feature. I like that where you can brighten it. That really helps too. Oh, okay. Yeah, trying to okay. read. Yeah. Thicker yeah. fonts. I mean, that, I, I, every trick in the book, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm doing all that. Yes, tricks with a nearsighted, you know. <laughs> but I do miss the beauty of a book. But also there's the instant gratification of like you immediately purchased your book. So yeah, it's a. <laughs> uh, I like, I mean, I like still, I like still reading a paper book, you I know, guess. so it's going to be very difficult for me. I don't like digital because I don't like that whole blue light streaming into my. Oh, eyes. that's a feature. Yes. Yeah. I'd much rather just do, um, what is it called? The, with the, what they read the book out loud, the narration. I'd oh, much audible. Yeah. Those type things. Yeah. The read aloud. Yeah. I like those too. Yeah, I prefer that because then I'm not, because I like to read before I go to bed. Yes. And I don't want to be flooding my eyeballs with a bunch of blue light because then I'm not going to have a restful night's sleep. But don't most, so many readers now have the blue light feature. Are those effective? You know, like. Yeah, you know, I also, if I have to, or like if I'm watching TV or something, I put those little yellow glasses on. Yes. Like these yellow, these yellow shades yes. I put on to, to kill the blue light. Right. So I'm not getting the blue light, you know, hit going into my eyes. Um, I use and that, that as well. That they have, you know, when you push the button on your on your phone, that makes the like thing. It takes. Yeah, the blue light off. but that, you know what? I think the I think the human eye is more sophisticated, and I think that there's only so much blue light they can actually remove in those. Ah, things. I'm not okay. that those things are fully like once you once you put that on that you're it's fully a little bit of false advertising. Yeah, I yeah, I think it's just not realistic because in order for you to have any kind of contrast, you've got to have some sort of blue light back. I see. Okay. So I'm not convinced that 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 feature is, you know, I think it's more like a placebo type of thing where it makes you feel like, oh, I'm doing something about the blue light. But I don't think it's real. I'm a re I have to read to go to sleep. Like I, I'm I tried, yeah. the, I tried yeah. those glasses and I had tremendous headaches. With the, the ones, orange glasses? The ones that get rid of the blue light. Uh, oh, it was really? giving me a headache. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I haven't heard that before. That is interesting. Yeah. Huh. You've become so used to the blue light that you uh, you're a blue light back. addict. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I, I use those little orange orange glasses if I have to, but mostly I just like to read a book. I'll just read a book because I just don't don't I just don't like the idea of it. Or I'll or I'll use the Audible and do that. It's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from the Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from Ryobi. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select, plus mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So we'll see. We'll we'll revisit this and see, you know, what the story. Yeah, I'd be curious in six months. What yeah, exactly to see what's going on there. Yeah. So good news: the FDA has decided to bypass these states with their in, infringing on a woman's right to choose, and they're allowing women to get abortion pill by mail. Um. So the decision lifted a restriction requiring women to go to a medical office or hospital to pick up the pills. And um, the Biden administration relaxed restrictions around an abortion pill that had prevented women from getting the medication without first making in-person visits to pick up the prescription at medical offices. I think that's great. Um, and you know well, something, that pill, apparently you don't need to be under doctor supervision while you're taking it. So you know that was all about, like, in other words, you have to go in person to get it, then you go home and you take your pill in your own house. Right. It means that that was exclusively about inconveniencing people. Oh, absolutely. Setting up them. obstacles. You know, everybody else, right. Everybody else is sending out various medications. And if you don't need to be in the doctor's office and supervised as you're taking it, then there's no reason to make that person go, you know, out exactly. of the And like, who knows where the doctor stands on the whole thing. The doctor could be pro-life and right. decided that they don't want uh, you to have an abortion. It's like, you don't get to tell people what to do with their life, like for real, you know? Um, anyway, I like it because it sidesteps that whole messiness. That messiness, right. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. And you can do it in the privacy of your home. You don't have to, if you're in one of those states, you know, those states that are- you Well, know, I'd be curious to know, does that mean in Texas you can get it or no? Well, I, I'm worried now about, are they going to try to create some provision that's going to make it illegal to receive this stuff in the mail? That's I, what I'm I would think, uh, yeah, I'd be curious to know. I would think that that's what's going to happen in Texas. Yeah, sure. I feel like that's the next step is they're going to say, okay. And so Is it already well, grandfathered in? Is that? I don't, I don't think so it's, yet. It's going to be a little difficult. I, I think yeah. it's going to be a little difficult. Even though I, I'll, I'll throw this out, that this is not my criticism. Uh, so I'll just put a disclaimer there, but it's something that I heard in the news yesterday. Yeah. Um, they said they 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 kind of compared it to providing bulletproof vests to kids in school to control gun violence. They, you know, the the pundit that was talking about it was saying that, you know, this is not about controlling unwanted pregnancies. This is about controlling it after after the shot has been fired, per se. 
Um, so but these are the same states that don't allow women to have access to contraception because look at what Hobby Lobby did where they cut out the, the, the contraception. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say to me, well, uh, don't get pregnant to begin with, but then you don't give me the means to, to protect myself from pregnancy. Well, yeah, that's a lot of, and also people coming from the abstinence only. Right, and the lack of, right, and the lack of education. Of humanity, right. Studies, the, the have, studies have shown that that, that 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 stuff does not work. That they it has never worked. That pregnancy yeah. rates among uh, people who, who, who don't have sex education is actually higher than, than mm. among people who do have sex education. So history has borne out and shown that that doesn't work. Abstinence doesn't work. It has never worked. And mm. so now a woman gets pregnant. They don't hold the men's feet to the fire because men can just dust off, have a shower, walk away. No skin in that game. They right. don't even have to wear a condom or supply a condom. Uh, you know, and then the woman is on the hook for the next, you know, 18 years if they survive the pregnancy. Right. And you're, well, you're making the case of the undue burden. It's, yes. Yeah. So. And then these are, and then the thing about it is like, okay, you have this opinion, you think that life is so precious and all this other stuff. I think that's great. But then when the woman has the child, she becomes a scourge. And oh, you know, of some sorts, right? She's yeah, a you, right. And look what she did. Yeah. So yeah, they're exactly. not following up. It, that's so my they, feel. You're wearing the scarlet letter now and you right. can't get aid. Right. You can't they're not get showing up to help when the baby's here. Yeah. So that so I have a big beef so to me it just it just feels like they just don't want women to have agency over their bodies they don't like the idea of women having premarital sex they don't yeah, want it's, women to have it's also a view bodies. that a woman is a vessel that's part of uh that's that's in the that's in the mix for some people that's like fine that. but if a woman is a vessel why do we not have more respect for her body right so why not give her everything that she needs in order to bring this child into the world, happy, healthy, safe, taken care of? If, if the woman is such a vessel, if the, they, if the child is just so precious, then why are we not doing everything? Well, clearly, we can? once the baby's born, that baby's not as precious. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's, and that's what and I'm saying. There's the woman, apparently. Is, is yeah. Right. Is, I don't know. You know it's like they only care when the woman is when the woman is. They only care when the child is inside the woman. They right. don't care about the woman's beforehand, after, or they don't care about the woman hardship. or the child after the, the right. child is born. It's like they dust. Oh, well, our job is done. You're going to have that 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 yes. baby, yes. and then it's going to be your problem. So th th this whole thing just doesn't make sense to me, Lou. Mm -hmm. Are you going to weigh in at all? Or I. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's a little difficult sometimes for a man to weigh in on on, on some of this stuff. I, you know, I weighed in, um, you know, saying what the comment was. Um, you know, I, I mean, men sometimes have a different perspective. Well, what's I mean, your manly perspective? I, I mean, men have a perspective where you know we are we are required to support it for eighteen years. So the fact that if they find in fact you. that the woman has to support it, if they for find you right. You know, we we still we still are there. So you know, unwanted pregnancies affect men just as much as they affect women. I'm not going to say as much, but the man also does have an effect. 
in terms of their financial planning, their logistical planning, their life planning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it does have an effect um, in terms of that. It doesn't have an effect on an irresponsible male. Okay. Ah, um, that's a good point. Yes, there you go. It's about accountability. If you're a responsible male, it has almost as much, if not as much of an effect on you as, as a woman. So, so yeah, you know, family planning is important. And I, I get it that family planning starts at, you know, while you're doing the wild Watusi, uh, making sure that, you know, precautions are taken and you're doing whatever is necessary not to. However, as we all know, emergencies arrive and that wild Watusi has to be done. Oh, uh, here you go. We talk about <laughs> with the whole the, the whole romanticizing, throwing, th not planning, throwing caution to the wind. Is yeah. That, yeah, and 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 but things happen. High risk behavior. Well, right. go ahead. I mean, it happens. You're calling it an emergency. It happens, okay. and and then and then how do you fix that emergency? Because when apparently, when... ejaculation is an emergency. Man must get it out. But go ahead. <laughs> yes, we must. Yeah. Little do you understand. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, you, you know, so Jackie, so my, is... face, my face is twisted right now. <laughs> face is twisted. Yeah. twisted. Listening to this, I know they feel it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lou. It's an emergency. I, <laughs> I gotta go now, people. I gotta leave early. That said, that said, you know, if you're dealing with responsible adults, I think that all options should be there for those responsible adults. However, by taking options away from people that have acted irresponsibly or are irresponsible adults, I'm not sure that that's the way to go. You know, and that's kind what, of- You're not sure what's the yeah, way? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Well, what that means is that these states, uh, some of these states are saying, okay, you haven't been responsible, so we're gonna take some options away from you because we want you to act in certain ways. We want you to follow our beliefs or whatever it is that, I, I don't understand how a government can have um, uh, religious beliefs to begin with. It's supposed to be the separation, separation of church and state. Of That's church right. and state. So where does all of this so is, science? It's what you're saying that suddenly, like here's this irresponsible male and here's the government saying, okay, well, an accident happened and now you're going to suddenly become responsible. And we're yeah, gonna yeah, now you're going to pay That's not it. realistic. Well, not the yeah. government so much as the states, it sounds like. The, the states, states are, are saying, well, you know, well, we're going to make We're going to impose that responsibility and you're suddenly going to become a responsible adult. And that has never worked. That's that never, never worked. worked. Yeah. 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 I, I've never seen, you know, a state yeah. that imposes the, such restrictions have a lower birth rate because of it. It just doesn't happen. No, it didn't happen. I mean, they, you know, you tax cigarettes. Do people stop smoking? No, no actually, tax... no. When you tax cigarettes, people do stuff because they can't afford to smoke. They couldn't afford it. Some of the French people, but the, but the hardcore smokers still figure it out. And smoke. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, you know, and you the other thing that they've done is they've gotten rid of Lucy's. So because you can't just buy a you can't just buy a cigarette, and because oh. cigarettes are much more expensive, people are not giving out their cigarettes. Like I remember when I was younger, a lot of people you used to bum a cigarette off of somebody, 
And now, I mean, I don't know, I'm not as in touch with that culture because I don't party and stuff like that. But, you know, you don't see as much people, you know, bumming cigarettes off of one another because they're so expensive. It's like, get your own. one of my cigarettes. I need them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What is a What does a pack go for these days? I don't know. Is it like out. 20 bucks or something like that? I don't that? know. I think yeah. you got to take out a mortgage or something. For yeah. That. It's <laughs> so ridiculously expensive that some people just gave up. They're just like, I can't afford it. You know, I can't afford, which is what they wanted. They wanted right. an undue stuff. burden. Right. But that's not the same thing as a biological drive. There's no biological right. drive to smoking. There's biological drive to right. uh, copulate. There's right. a biological drive. Ancient primal drive. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Built and into us. Yeah. With the government. It's not artificially it, created. Yeah. Right. States. What the states yeah, well, are doing. What the states are trying to do is the states are trying to drive um, responsibility and piety or whatever by their actions and that doesn't work that that, yeah. that that just doesn't work so at the end of the day um i'm not for limiting people's health choices um i'm not for any of that i think we should all have our choices and um you know just because you know sometimes things happen for whatever reason whether you were acting responsibly or not you know, you should have all your options, all your health options. But some of these are also um, rape and assault. And these women are still being forced to carry that there's no dispensation for like, hey, this person raped me, I don't want to carry this child. And I don't want to be forced to carry this rapist child. And it's like, well, tough break, you know, and that's part of it, I think, too. Yes, it is part of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge part of it. Yeah. But what but you're saying you're saying about men, or I'm I'm trying to connect what you were saying earlier about men having skin in this game. Well, men have a skin in the game because if you're a responsible male, mm-hmm. you you should also have a voice. You know what a lot of young um um uh, affluent men are doing? They're getting um vasectomies. So like these guys that go out to the Hamptons and stuff and they know they're gonna be running around and whatnot. They get vasectomies. Well, now that it's yeah, now that it's yeah. reversible, they get the vasectomies because they want to be able to have fun, but they don't want to end up with some some woman that's like, "Well, I'm pregnant in the baby's years, and now I want five thousand dollars a month." <laughs> yeah, you know? Not everybody's on the pill, and not everybody's on a condom. I mean, some people are naive. No. Even the pill, but also you know, some, but, but, but also some or... women are some women are on the come up. Let's let's be clear. Yeah. Some women are on the come up. You know, so that's why you have some guys that do that as well, because they're like, look, I know I'm going to be running around. I know that, you know, I'm affluent and I don't want to end up in a situation. So I'm just so I'm just saying that, you know, the argument could be made that if if the guy has skin in the game and he doesn't want to. But then again, this goes back to having forethought. Right. Thinking about circumstances before you get into them. You have to do it way early. Right. Well, that would be way early if you're getting yourself a vasectomy. That's oh yes, yes, and then you reverse it when you get married because you know, like but once again, that's a guy who's semi-responsible, <laughs> like, right. like exactly. as opposed to the irresponsible guy. Okay, right. exactly. You know how many Maury Povich episodes have we seen where it's like, oh my gosh, you there's are a the father. father. 
You <laughs> are not the father. And Those are my know. favorite shows. Ah, In fact, yeah. there's a whole table thing now. That whole trash TV. That has one of those pictures that saw you are the father. I saw it the other day. I said, ah, I should watch it. But then I said, that's the bane of our existence, I swear. Anyway, so I think it's great news. I other other thing I like about it is providers don't have to jeopardize their license or risk being sued. Um, so it just it just takes a whole you know mess out of the equation, and it it's straight to the woman, and that's that. And I yes. like that. Yes, yeah, I agree. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Frenchman to Oak Street, Tremaine Gentilly, and the CBD. V102.3, WHIVFM, the vibe of the city for human rights and social justice. WHIV, 102.3 FM. And we're back, and apparently Lou has a problem with <laughs> insisting that I must have the last word about things. All I, all that I asked the man was to clarify his stance on men having skin in the game as far as women having uh, abortions and so forth. And I presented him with some scenarios. And now all of a sudden I'm the villainess of this story and I must have the last word. And so. Yes. And and then some of the, all the scenarios pertain on an irresponsible guy, an abusive guy. I mean, there's never, the, the responsible guy never gets his due in this, in this thing. But he gets uh, to, to decide is what Tammy was saying. That's what I'm trying to decide if he's going to be responsible. He can decide whether he wants to keep the baby or throw the baby. Speaking up for the responsible guys out there, but you. And I don't think you get a gold medal. But for women, there is no. It's not my baby. And how do I know it's mine? It's like even if you're irresponsible, you're even if you're responsible, you're you're stuck. You're carrying that child. There is no burden of proof or maternity uh, paternity test or blood test there is none of that it's like you're pregnant and that's it and it's your baby you yeah, know but every scenario here has the woman being i gave a scenario i gave I, I mean, a scenario you said irresponsible that. and i all i asked him was if the man let's say is an abusive partner but they're a married couple by society's standards, would he be considered a responsible man? He's married with children. Is he considered an irresponsible man if nobody knows that he's abusive? No, he's not considered irresponsible. That's what I'm saying. So right. this woman has made a decision that I can't, I cannot bring another child into this scenario and be trapped by this man. I need to get rid of this child. Or the first child. Or maybe she's suffered enough abuse from him that she's decided she doesn't even want to bring a child into that. She doesn't have agency over her life. And now this guy has rights over her body. I'm just saying that, you know, when you talk about responsible and irresponsible man, like what constitutes a responsible man? I don't know. I I mean, I've never taken a test. Am I responsible in that? But there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of scenarios um where the the man should have a vote i think um well give me those scenarios i i think uh, and i'm not saying that men should not have a should not have a a a right to say you know anything about their child but like look at that situation with sophia vergara and her oh yeah that was so loaded where he wanted to keep the, the yeah they had they had fertilized a bunch of eggs those I were guess. like embryos. Yes, yeah. they were embryos. And he, you know, 
they were getting divorced. She was moving on. She had her new relationship with her new man. He wanted right to the embryos. He wanted the embryos. He wanted to unfreeze the embryos and have those babies. And she did not want that. She did not want to be tied to that previous relationship. Now, right. the, the embryos were, I imagine, like, okay, I'm in the middle of my career right now. I've got my older son. My career is hot right now. When things, you know, uh, right. calm down and I've got a break in the action, then we've got these babies on ice because I'm a woman of right. a certain age already. Right. But then the marriage went down south. Does he then have the right to trap her? And I hate to use that term, but let's be, let's be real here. I see that. Uh, yes. I mean, that's what I'm seeing, that that's what he was doing. Because was now this is really about tied to him, him through right. these children for however long. And then and I don't know. Right, how I don't think you have right to the embryos if you get divorced and you're the woman and those are your embryos. Right. Right. You don't have right to them. I don't. Yes, exactly. Once that you about controlling. Yes. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, well, I'll, I'll give, you two give me, yeah, give me two some scenarios, scenarios, please. So scenario number one is a contraception uh, failure, which happened. These yes. things happen regardless yes. of who, and I'm not right. sure if the man's fault or the woman's fault, but you, you thought that you were doing something safe and for whatever and it reason, wasn't. right. It's an IUD yeah. failing or somebody forgot to take a pill or, right. or something. Right. So you have a contraception mishap and mm -hmm. now the two of you is like, well, now what do we do? Right. You know, I think that that should be a discussion, not just the woman's choice. It should be a discussion. The, the woman has the final decision, mm -hmm. but at least have that discussion. But you said it right that the woman has yeah. the final the decision. The second one is, again, I'm not going to call it a contraception mishap, but it's it's like a whoops baby. We weren't ready for it. Yeah, like which most honest. babies of the world are whoops babies, yeah. but okay. But, but here's another thing. Like, let's say, let's say it was a whoops baby. You're going to say, all right, let's do it. Or you're a young couple that just got married or a newly married couple. And all of a sudden you go get some genetic testing, which is something that you should do if you're planning a child before, uh, just to make sure you're genetically compatible, that, that, that there's no diseases in your family and his family that when you put them together, you, you could have problems right. going forward. Um, so that, you, you know, all too often you find out about that stuff after. Because now you're doing the genetic testing afterwards, or you're comparing histories afterwards. You know, oh, my, my mom had sickle cell. Oh, you're kidding. Well, my dad, you, you know, and all of a sudden you're saying we could we could have problems here. Mm -hmm. We need we need special testing, or maybe maybe we're not ready for this kind of this kind of responsibility, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So there there are situations where I feel that there's a responsible dialogue that happens. That should now, happen, yeah. That dialogue needs more than a day. Yeah. You know, sometimes. Sometimes you need like a week to, to do that and not only talk to your, your spouse, but talk to if the your confidants, your talk to the people that matter. You know, you're in a circle that you trust enough to get their perspective. Um, that's all. That's why you do need time. Can I tell you a zany story that I read? This is a true story, by the way. All right. So there was this woman who was a doctor. Mm -hmm. And I guess she was a woman of a certain age. And she had gotten involved with another doctor. And they had relations. What she did was, he used a condom. 
and he disposed of the condom in the in the waste bin. She took the condom. I see where this is going. And, oh. and used the, the discarded sperm and used it to inseminate herself, had the baby, and then sued him for child support. He said to the judge, look, I used protection. I did everything that I was supposed to do. I don't want responsibility for this child. I did not want this child. I did the right thing. The judge said, well, once you discarded the condom, she agreed with, she agreed that that's what happened. Yes, that's exactly what she did. Wow. She, she basically stole his, stole his discarded sperm. Wow. But the judge didn't see it that way. The judge didn't see it as stealing because it was discarded. It's kind of like when you put your trash out. That's like DNA. That's like yes. picking up DNA. But that's <laughs> when the judge ruled that he was on the hook because it wasn't stealing because he, when he got rid of it, it's no, it's no longer his to have any dominion over, per, so to speak. And wow, so that's unbelievable. And do what she wanted with it. And so as a result, he's now on the hook for this child. <laughs> Tell me that's not the crazy. I will be Googling that story later. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to like stalk this uh, judge. That is some crazy story. But that's, the, I could have like this man, this man got stuck. With it, like he did everything right. The only thing he did wrong is he should have flushed the condom down the toilet. But other than that, like he did, like he brought protection, he wore protection, he got, you know, like he made sure to discard it. But his fatal flaw for the judge was not that discard efficiently. He didn't discard it efficiently. And because he discarded it, it wasn't his anymore to claim theft. Wow. Yeah. Judge Judy, where are you when we need Oh my God. That's pretty bananas. So I, Judge Wapner for this. So, so so I, Judge Wapner. When I read that, I was my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God, that is so scandalous. How does this woman hold her head up? That's How a one-off story though. Wow. Yeah. But this kind of stuff happens with this guy. I mean, that, oh, that, that, that cannot possibly happen all the time. This is That's the kind of stuff so that does crazy. happen where women are on the come up and they, you know, they, they get these guys and it's a whole industry like yeah well that's not that's not the majority of people who are or who are or, not or, the majority of people but there is a segment of the population that this is what they do they target men oh that's outrageous i am telling you <laughs> that this exists where there are women on the come up and they get their hands on a guy they get him in a compromising position and get these guys in these positions. And she's like, oh, I'll get rid of the condom for you, honey. And then bags it up, puts it in a little ice thing and impregnates herself. And then four months, six months later, they're slapped with paternity suit. And, wow. and now they've got money for however many years. It happens, it does happen. Well, this is a follow-up to your uh, young eligible men with money getting yeah. vasectomy ahead of time. Yeah. That's like, right. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm, so I'm piggybacking on what you're saying, Lou, about men do, men do have some skin in the game and there, and this is where a woman's choice tends to go wrong for men. And, you know, I see that, but I also see the other side where a woman could be trapped by a husband or a boyfriend who wants to control her with the, um, with the fetus, you know, and having the child and, 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 and locking her in and stuff like that. And that happens too. 
and you know what 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 is a woman to do you know you will have 3.2 children and you will like it you know yeah, you're or you're mine, woman, and I will beat you senseless if you try to leave, you know, and I'll kill the child if you try to leave me. And you know, it's I know always, it's, it's it's always the guy's the bad guy. I mean, no, the guy's not always the bad guy. I'm just saying that there yeah, are scenarios. From Stephen I'm King? saying I mean, you know it's... I saw the movie. <laughs> I'm just saying that there are scenarios where it's not ideal. And then what about this idea of like doctors, you know, with, with this whole wait 24 hours thing? That cheese. Ah, that's so, that is so controlling. Yeah, it's like, that's, you know, that's, I thought about that's roadblocks. That's condescending. Yeah, the moment I found out that I was pregnant and I found you and I made the appointment and I made the plans and I took right. off work and I borrowed and scraped this money together. That's putting to up roadblocks on purpose. That is so. And tell rude. me, come back tomorrow. How dare you? I thought about this. I've been thinking about nothing but this. That's why I'm here. Don't you tell me I need to 24 more hours to think about it. But, just but, but, to... now, but now it's double standard that you're doing because now you're, it, the women are always responsible. There's no such thing as an irresponsible woman. You can't be irresponsible by default. How can you not be irresponsible? I mean, you're, you can't not be responsible once you're pregnant. So all you're carrying the child. That's, so not the, the, That's not the, what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, no, that's not what I'm saying. Don't twist my words. I'm saying that it's a, it's a very difficult situation. And that, that is why the decision should, for the most part, remain the woman's right to choose. Because, because she can't be irresponsible until she, she gives right. birth. She, by the very by very definition of being the carrier of the child, you can't be irresponsible. You until are until that the baby hook. is born, she's on yes. the hook. Right. You're on the hook. You can be irresponsible once the baby is born. You can be and, irresponsible and, while you're carrying the baby. You can be on crystal meth oh, or whatever, yes. you know, yes. and have a baby with with birth defects. I'm just, just a girl recently sued the, the, the doctor for her mother bringing her into the world. She had spina bifida and she successfully sued the doctor saying she never should have been born. That was in the UK. I think. Yeah, yeah, but she won her case, you know, so you can be irresponsible in that way. But in the way of like walking away and saying, I don't want this. Women can't do that. By the very nature of pregnancy, you can't walk away and say, I don't want this. And then she could lose her job because they don't want a woman who's going to be taking time off. Maybe the job you're doing does not lend to being pregnant. You know, there's a lot of burden and hardship that comes with, with, um, you know, with being a, pregnant. Right. Your burdens. And yeah, you're not in burdened. a way that a man will never be burdened. Yes. All right. Unless he wants to be burdened. Do you see what I'm saying? If choosing the burden. burden yes yeah, but burden. i never heard of a man being turned away from a job because his wife is or his girlfriend is having a baby have you ever heard of that no, no I've, never I've never heard of that, heard of that. all right so we're, we're moving on are, are, are you are you are we okay now are we actually we're almost out of time i think we are out of time <laughs> yeah we're, yeah you, I, you know that. we'll 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 have to talk another time about it yeah uh yeah i just got on a roll here and i was just like, <laughs> on fire Anyway, my loves, that's all the time we have today. I had fun, even though Lou was like, you know, spinning <laughs> a little out of control here. Oh, you guys are great as always. I love you. Like, have a happy holiday. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Urban Health Weekly today. I hope you'll join me and my friends next week so you can stay informed and inspired to take control of your health. See you next time.
It's official, summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from the Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from RYOBI. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select, plus mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.